The Holy Spirit is speaking all the time, showing you the things you need to know and do, giving you access to all God has through Christ. Today, learn how to hear His voice and be led into those places of blessing. Now here's Kenneth. Now look with me in the seventh chapter of Luke. Luke chapter 7, verse 19. And John, calling unto him two of his disciples, sent them to Jesus, saying, Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. John calling unto him two of his disciples sent them to Jesus saying, Art thou he that should come or look we for another? Do you, do you really hear what he said? This is the man that said, Behold the Lamb of God who taketh away the sin of the world. And he baptized him in water and he saw the Holy Ghost come on him like a bird. The Holy Ghost don't look like a bird. He came on him like a bird. And he saw him engulf him. And he's saying, Are you really the one? So see, something happened to him in jail. Now, hey, don't be looking down on, on John. That ain't, that, that ain't no kindergarten jail he was in. And we know what happened to him later. Now, when the men were come unto him, they they said, John Baptist has sent us unto thee, saying, Art thou he that should come, or look we for another? In that same hour, he, Jesus, cured many of their infirmities and plagues and of evil spirits, and unto many that were blind he gave sight. Then Jesus answering said unto them, Go your way and tell John what things you have seen and heard, how that the blind see, the lame walk, the lepers are cleansed, the deaf hear, the dead are raised, to the poor the gospel is preached. And blessed is he whosoever shall not be offended in me. You're in the middle of that fight. You're in the middle of this thing. Don't ever, don't, don't you ever even, don't, don't even think about that Jesus has missed it somewhere. No, no, no. Just stand up and admit the fact that, Lord, you've been trying to get me through this thing all this time. If there's any hold up here, it's me. But 
Now I'm not going to get down on myself either. Amen. 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 Why didn't you speak to me? That's not what you asked. You say, Lord, how come I didn't hear you? I know you're talking to me. If I needed information, I know he was giving it to me. I didn't hear it. He is always speaking. He is, the, the Spirit of God is here. He's living in you. He, he, that's his job. That's what he does. Amen. He's talking all the time. Jesus said it. Let's, let's turn over there. Look in the Gospel of John. Sixteenth chapter, thirteenth verse. How be it when he, the Spirit of truth, is come? Did he come? Amen. He's here right now. He's in you. He's on you. Amen. When he is come, now notice how many times he said he will or he shall. They both mean the same thing. He will guide you into all the truth, for he shall not speak of himself, but whatsoever he shall hear, that shall he speak. He will show you things to come. He will glorify me, for he will receive of mine and will show it unto you. He will. He will. He does not have a speaking problem. He doesn't have a hearing problem. He can hear what Jesus is telling him to tell you or to tell me. Jesus is our Lord. He is responsible for the air we breathe. He is responsible for every cell of our body, every hair on our head. He is responsible for it before the Father. It's not his fault. He is speaking everything it takes to the Holy Spirit all the time, the perfect will of God for your life, 24 hours a day, seven days a week. I mean, absolutely in completion. On 9-11, God spoke to everybody in the World Trade Center. Everybody. Some of them heard him and some of them didn't. But it, I'll tell you what, there was supposed to have been something like 30,000 people died in that place that day and they didn't because they heard the voice of God. Now those that were taught, like Dan and Ann Stratton's church, that church was part of that area. Amen. And Dan had been teaching, hearing the voice of God. He'd been teaching on the blood. He'd been teaching this. I I don't remember now how long. A long time, long time, long time. His, most of his, his church members either worked in the World Trade Center or commuted through there to go to work. Not one of them got a scratch. 100% of them were delivered. Some of them, one, one guy, 
He heard the voice of God. He's coming to work. And he heard, he heard the Lord say, run. He just took off running before anything happened. He was gone. <laughs> Amen. Why? They were taught to hear. Every one of them heard. But see, God spoke to others too. There were others that, that said, you know, I, I just, something just told me I'm just not going back in there. Well, who do you think the something was? See, religion don't don't even know this. They never heard of it. Most of them, I heard one guy was, and he was, you know, he was throwing a a, kind of a slam at me and others in in the ministry like this. He said, I'm afraid of those that say God speaks to them. (laughs) I'm afraid of those that say he doesn't. That's the one I want to be careful. <laughs> Don't ever hear from God. Amen. Hallelujah. <laughs> now, now look at this. Uh, if you can't shout over this, your wood's wet. I'm going to tell you something. <laughs> he will show you things to come. He will glorify me. He will receive of mine. He will show it to you. Listen. All things that the Father has, all He has, all He has. Are you hearing all He has? All the Father has is mine. Look at it. All the Father has is mine. Therefore, I said, he will take a mine and show it to you. You and I, by the Spirit of God, have access to everything that God has. Glory to God. Hallelujah. Oh, Boy, if you can't get happy over that, you need some prayer. You know what? <laughs> well, now, see, the Spirit of God is talking all the time. We've been so spiritually dense and so tied up on our own stuff, paying so much attention on what we don't have. And then the devil does his best to tell you that your problem is that God don't have nothing to do with you. (laughs) Amen. No, that's not your problem. Start right here. Right here. All that the Father has is right here. Amen. He'll lead and guide you right here. And as you're searching Learn how to listen. Don't do all the talking. Remember what I, remember what I said to you uh, last night, last week to you? I quoted Rufus Mosley. He was in Chicago and he's laying on the floor crying out because the meeting wasn't going like he wanted it to. And he said, and he stopped and he thought, 
here lies a fool that knows nothing, doing all the talking to somebody that knows everything. <laughs> I believe I'll just hush and see what he's got to say. Get quiet. Get quiet. It isn't that he hasn't been speaking. We haven't been hearing. It's there all the time. I told you about that, that time I, I couldn't figure out what to do with just guns of ORU and, and I was supposed to register in just the next day or two. And, and, and I, I, you know, we didn't have, we went up there with no money. I'm talking about none and, and a lot of debt and all that. And I'm thinking, huh? How am I going to do this? Here, that's, that, see, that's a bad start right there. How am I going to do this? If I'd been able to do this, I wouldn't already be in the mess I was in. <laughs> and uh, I thought, I know I could go out there to that airport and get some kind of a job. But then I wouldn't have time not to go to school. I'd be right back in the same mess as in before that like to got us killed because I pulled a Jonah. Well, here I'm being tempted to do it again, see. I said, I don't know what to do. I told Gloria, I said, I'm going in that bedroom back there and I'm, I'm, I'm going to find out what I'm supposed to do if I have to stay in there all night long. Well, I went in there and I, and I, I guess I did. At, at the time, I hadn't heard that about uh, Rufus Mosley. And I did what he was doing. I just fell on the floor and went to praying in the tongues just as hard and fast and loud as I could. And I'm just going, just going and going and going. And, and suddenly I stopped. Well, now what's happening? God's, he's, he's working with me, see? At least I'm, going, I'm coming towards him. Now, now he's got my attention. He, he can talk to me. He can deal with me. If I'd shut up. <laughs> and I stopped and I thought, I wonder if I'll just be quiet here. I wonder if he'd tell me what to do. Say something to me. Oh, Jesus. I mean, right in, I didn't hear, I've never heard the audible voice of God in my life. But I have heard the voice of his spirit in my spirit. That's where he speaks to you is in your spirit. I heard him. I mean, my hair hurt him. <laughs> you know what I mean? He said, well, it's about time. He said, I haven't been able to get a word in edgewise. Get up on your feet. Boy, I snapped to attention. He said, I sent you here. I'll take care of you here. And he went ahead to talk to me about some things about, about coming to school and, and, and that, that kind of thing. And man, I, I stood there and just trembled. He said, now you, you, you get over there and you register for classes and I'll, I'll take care of you. Glory to God. I had direction. Now my faith working. Faith begins where the will of God is known. You get direction, you're on your way. Now that's going to bring us into something else with this Syrophoenician woman. But I went over there. I came out of the room. I said, Gloria, I got it. She said, yeah, all night long. You ain't been in there 20 minutes. 
She knows me pretty good, doesn't she? <laughs> I said, I don't need to be in there any longer. I got it, girl. Then she and I rejoiced and I went to school. Now, and he took care of me. Um, she couldn't be offended. She was not touchy. She had already put her emotions away. She had humbled herself. And to humble yourself and cast all of your care over on the Lord, you're going to have to get rid of your touchy feelings. Because he'll say some tough things to you. And if you're not in position for him to say the tough stuff, it's going to take a whole lot longer for him to mess around with your touchy self until he finally gets through to you. But if you get real with you, with him, amen. She was not the least bit touchy. He called her and her daughter dogs. Touchy keep people get mad if you just insinuate they might be a little overweight. He called me fat. Have you looked in the mirror? Now don't sit there and get mad at me. Well, he looked right at me when he said, have you looked in the mirror? I did not. (laughs) Amen. And people have used that touchiness to their advantage, particularly in, in the environment that we're in right now in the United States. People, that, that's all, political correctness is all based on touchy people. And it's all fear-based. And it's all extremely selfish. Extremely selfish. Hmm. Well, that's easy for your pretty white self to say. Well, I don't know, wait a minute. Let's talk about this for a minute. You can get into more churches than I can. There's a lot of churches, they won't let me in the front door. Well, they might be nice enough to let me sit down in there. It used to be worse than it is now, but well, it's still as bad. I just don't (laughs) mess with it as much as I used to. Amen. Good friend of mine. He was, he's he's in in, in heaven now. And uh, he was invited to come uh, hold a a meeting in a uh, church in Alabama. And so he checked in on, on uh, Sunday night, and then uh, the next day they were to start the meeting. And 
and so forth. And uh, during the Sunday evening service, a couple of the deacons came over and said, uh, Willie, uh, brother, this is not going to work. Why? He said, they said, um, we didn't know you were black. He said, okay, you know, that's all right. He said, Kelly, that literally broke me in half, man. He said, it cut me open. He said, I got my stuff and I walked out in front of the front of the church and I was standing out there in the front. And he said, I was just weeping before God. I said, he said, I said, Jesus, they won't let me in there. And he said, the Lord said, Willie, they won't let me in there either. (laughs) (laughs) Now, here's what I want to tell you. Now, the reason the Lord said that to him was this. Right that minute, mm-hmm. Willie rolled a whole care of that yeah. over on Jesus. Yeah. Didn't touch it. Started praying in the spirit for that church. Well, the Lord went ahead and talked to him. He said, can you forgive them? And he said, yes, I can. I can. Not all that long later, they got a hold of him. They said, Willie, we want to repent, brother. We were wrong. Can you possibly find it in your heart to come back and hold us a meeting? He did, and it was the best meeting that church had ever had up to that time. Now, if he'd have stayed touchy. So what do you do? You cash the care, pray, repent, and win. Amen. We hope you enjoyed today's teaching from Kenneth Copeland Ministries. And remember, Jesus is Lord.